Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So I've been seeing this trend on Instagram called this or that. Uh, For those of you who may not be familiar with it, it's the reels where someone is like, um, why should I choose between this and that when I could do both, right? And so this trend came to mind during a conversation I was having with a friend of mine in regards to like, you know, being a wife, a mom, (laughs) and having a job or working, right? And I know that there's so many different conversations surrounding this particular topic, as well as like a variety of opinions. And obviously, you know, for me and my friend, a lot of our opinions are based off of, of course, our core beliefs and values, which is founded in the word of God. And I know that, you know, biblically speaking, like, the woman as far as roles are concerned you know the wife the mother is the one who is at home tending to the family tending to her husband tending to her kids tending to her household right and over time that position of wife and mother and the female role in the household has changed a bit and what I want to specifically talk about today is the fact that we can, I do understand the trend of it all, right? Why choose between this and that? This and that being why choose between having a job or owning your own business or being a a boss, so to speak, as we, you know, have come to fondly refer to ourselves or being a wife and a mom. Why do I need to choose between the two when I can have both? Well, here's my thoughts or my questions in regards to the both is it necessarily a good thing just because you can have or do both that it's in the best interest of all parties that you do both and you're probably saying like Hannah what do you mean break it down Okay, so what I'm saying is, is like, it's just like with anything in life, right? Just because you have the ability to do all things, does it mean that you should do all things? Is that beneficial? You know, is it um, going to be done with efficiency or done, you know, to the best of your ability, done with excellence, if you do all the things that you are capable of doing just because you're capable of doing it? Just because you have the ability to do something doesn't necessarily mean that it is going to be beneficial for you to do all of it. Maybe you should focus on one or the other. And I'm not saying whether you should or you shouldn't, right? (laughs) Um, It's just like my therapist always says, like she has talked to me about eliminating the word should out of my vocabulary because she's like, you're shitting all over yourself. (laughs) Um, You know, it's more saying like, is this could be better for you or this may be a a better situation and and that's what I'm potentially trying or I should take try out of my vocabulary as well but potentially what I am saying is maybe it is better to choose between the two rather than saying I can do both because when we really think about it and give our time to reflect on the situation Unless you have mastered balancing the two, 
one area is going to be lacking. For example, in the conversation that I was having with my friend, she was bringing up the fact that, you know, when you are a working mom or a working wife, that your your household is being neglected. You're not being able to do all the things because you're focused on your job. And this would be for the career-driven woman, right? The one who is trying to rise to the top. And even in having this conversation, I thought about Serena Williams, who recently has announced her evolve her evolving away from the sport of tennis and I like the way that she put it I read the article in Vogue and I was really you know um I really appreciated her words and her struggling with saying retirement you know because it's for her to step away from the game the career that she loves and that she would continue playing um if she could or if not even if she could because she can we all know that she can but for her to continue playing you know somewhere something would fall short in her life and for her as she stated in the article her family takes priority and so she felt that by her continuing to play even though that she could that her family in some ways would not get the best of her or would not get all of her because a part of her would be going to tennis and I think that I I really appreciated her words in the article and what she was saying because yeah she's right if she was a man she wouldn't have to think about it and I was sharing this information with Anthony as well I told him I said this is just not saying that men don't have their own issues that they have to you know think about or deal with but this is one thing that a man does not have to worry about and that is having to give up one's career for the sake of the family for the sake of being there for the kids being there for his wife like this is he they don't really have to make that choice between doing that because like Serena said in the article You know, if she was a man, her wife would be the one having the children and (laughs) and taking care of the household. Now, mind you, I get it. All households are differently. Not all households are the same. I, I do understand that there are different dynamics. But generally speaking and talking about the, I quote unquote, traditional sense of the family structure, man, wife, you know, um, both being breadwinners or whatever, but someone having to make the sacrifice, right? In regards to when you're talking about raising a family um, or, you know, growing your family. And so I, I think, in, like I was saying, going back to the conversation with my friend, you know, she was saying how more career-driven or career-focused women, you know, they are out there trying to are working towards building their portfolio building the resume or rising to the top of their their field whatever it is that they may be doing and that means that and so she was saying and this is you know her opinion and she is entitled to it but she was saying that for women who are career focused they probably it probably would not be in their best interest to be a mother or even to be a wife, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's a strong opinion. It's a very strong opinion. 
And I told her that I understood where she was coming from because being a mother, being a wife is sacrificial. And what I mean by that being sacrificial is, is that your life is not your own anymore when you get married. Your life is not your own anymore when you become a mother because there are other people that you are responsible for. There are other people that you are accountable to. There are other people that are affected by decisions and choices that you make in your life it's not just about you anymore so if you are going to be more career focused and and that goes for men too because if you're a career focused man but you want to have a family and you feel like okay well I get married to a, a woman or I have a wife and she's at home she tends to everything I don't have to worry about that uh, but I'm fitting the the picture of what I was told I was supposed to do, which is when you get older and you become a man, you get married, you have a wife, you have children and you do all the breadwinning. That doesn't really work either. So I, I feel like career focused or career minded people it is something to think about when you're talking about starting a family, when you're talking about settling down, because your involvement is necessary. You can't just check out and stay so committed to your career that it's like, oh, my family comes second, because that's not how it's supposed to be or how it 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 should, you know. <laughs> um, but going back to women, um, in regards to that's. It's a very strong opinion to say that if you are career focused, that maybe it's not in your best interest to get married or to have a child or have children. And in the conversation that I was having with my friend, I was saying to her, I was like, you know, that that is a strong opinion. And for a lot of people, they would say, well, you know, what about the women who have been blessed with the gift to become a doctor or, you know, become a lawyer and all these other things? And truth be told, like, yeah, if you have the ability or you have been gifted with the knowledge to become these things, again, this is where you really have to sit down and reflect with yourself. Well, what type of doctor, lawyer, scientist, engineer, um, business owner, whatever the career field is, at the end of the day, what kind of of person do you want to be in that field and if you do want to get married and have children what kind of wife and what kind of mother do you want to be because yes are there bosses out there these you know female ceos these business owners these female doctors female engineers scientists female architects you name it all of these women that are out there that are doing their thing that they are thriving that they are leaders in their own right that they are running the companies they are running the business they are handling things right all these women who are out there who are also and I'm not talking about the single women I'm not talking about the ones who are not mothers right because they're thriving they chose what they wanted to do and there are women who do that there are women who it's like it is not for me, that's not the, the plan for my life to be a wife and to be a mother because I am focused on my career. And these women are thriving, right? And I think it's because there are these women out there who are thriving that are doing the thing where it's kind of like this black and white situation where it's just like, oh, 
you can do this or you can do that, right? So here's the women who are like, no, I'm career focused. I'm career minded. This is what I want to do. Settling down, you know, um, with a man who wants children is not the thing. If I if there's another career focused man and he can handle that I'm career focused and you know he's good with not having kids and we're just good together, maybe get a couple of, of dogs or something. I don't know, but like children are not in the cards for me. They're doing their thing. They're thriving. Some people would even say, well, maybe they're not happy because they don't have kids. You don't know that. They probably are happy because you do realize that there are people in this world who motherhood or parenting, parenthood is not their calling, is not a part of their purpose. It's not one of the assignments that is attached to them (laughs) um, on this earth. So there are people out there who are meant to just be career focused because their giftings, their assignments are in their careers and their purposes is focused on on their career so that they can be a blessing to others in that aspect, right? But then we have the mothers and I'm gonna get to the both. Then we have the, the mothers, the one who stay at home, take care of the kids and everything. We talk about them too, right? Because we talk about the career-driven ones. We talk about how, oh, that they should, they, you know, they're too focused on their career when they're going to have kids. Uh, stop minding somebody else's uterus. Let them do their thing. But then we have the mothers who have decided to, to be the at-home wives and moms to take care of their families. And we kind of talk about them too. We talk about how, oh, they're not driven. They're not ambitious. When being a a um a homemaker, there's a lot to it. It's a lot to keeping everybody's schedule. It's a lot to being the support for your family, to being the nurturer, to being the guy, being all the things. Like you are wearing many caps as the homemaker taking care of your family, right? But you're thriving in that. Like, forget about all the naysayers. Forget about all the ones who want to say something negative. But those women who are at home tending to their kids, tending to their husband, tending to their house, and really fulfilling their assignment in that area, and they are fulfilled. Let's talk about that, that they don't feel like there's any miss, anything missing or lacking from their life. They don't feel like they missed out on a job or anything like that. They're like, no, I am completely fulfilled and content in what I'm doing because I truly feel that I am walking in purpose and walking in my calling as being a stay-at-home wife and mom, right? So these women are doing what they need to do with a spirit of excellence and they are thriving in that right so now you have your this or your that but then you have your women who are in the middle that they're like well I want to be the the boss but I also want to have the family so why do I need to choose between this or that when I can have both that is what we're here talking about today and my question is for those of us who are like I can do both Do you find yourself overwhelmed? Do you find yourself stressed out? Do you find yourself being burnt out? Do you find yourself overworked? Do you find yourself like really trying to figure things out? Like I can do both, but how do I do both? Do you find yourself asking yourself those questions? Do you find yourself sitting down and reflecting to say, is there some areas or aspects of my life 
that are lacking or that are not necessarily meeting the mark not the marks of society not the standards that other people set for you and not even the standards that you set for yourself but like how often do you assess or take inventory of your own house how often do you assess whether or not your children are getting what they need from you prime example going back to you know the women who are the doctors or the lawyers that these are demanding jobs right especially you know for doctors who are on call especially for attorneys who may be on retainers and all that that's what I'm saying like what kind of doctor do you want to be did you think about that when you started thinking about having a family what kind of mom do you want to be what kind of you know, wife, do you want to be? The reason why these questions are relevant for this discussion is because a lot of people have a lot of different opinions, but it all comes down to the woman and it, or to the individual person. It all comes down to them figuring out what kind of mom do I want to be? Because if you're the kind of mom who's like, no, I am totally cool with having outside help. I am totally cool with having a nanny who takes care of my kids while I'll go do my job. Now, here's the thing with that. If that is your life, if that is your decision, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that is wonderful. However, it does bring up questions as, as to like, okay, well, is this really beneficial for all parties involved? Because there are so many adults who grew up with nannies, who grew up with, you know, career-driven, career-focused parents, who talk about how they felt, you know, distant from their parents because their parents were always working or their parents were always traveling or out of town doing stuff for work, and it was somebody else that was taking care of them. Like, those people talk about how, It was difficult for them as a child, how they felt out of place, how they didn't really feel love like they knew their parents loved them. Their parents did the best for them. You know, they went to the best boarding schools. They went to, you know, the they had the best of life, like everything was taken care of. But at the same time, one of the things that they were really missing, one of the things that they were really looking, you know, um, that they felt that they needed was the actual presence of their parents. And so that's why I asked the question, like for the individual person who's like, I can do both. How do you see yourself doing both? And have you ever assessed whether or not that you doing both is not just about you again, because there's other parties involved. How does the other parties involve feel about these things and I guess that's difficult too because you know in this society where we're talking about setting healthy boundaries where we're talking about doing things that make us feel good when we talk about not always worrying about other people but at the same time it's like where do we really draw the line in our evaluations on what makes us happy but also what is beneficial for all people, especially when you're not just accountable to yourself. As a parent, you are not just accountable to yourself. That doesn't mean that you 
give up on your dreams or that you, you know, forsake the things that make you happy just for your kids because you want to teach your kids to live their dreams. You want to teach your kids not to have regrets. You want to teach your kids to go out and be the risk takers and to, to do all the things, right? But at the same time, when you become a parent, and this is just my personal opinion, but I just feel that when you become a parent, this is you making the decision to say that I'm not just accountable for myself, I'm accountable for other people that I need to be present with. Because a part of my responsibility as a parent is to train these little people up like they are my full responsibility. I'm supposed to be training them up in the way that they go so that when they get older and start making decisions, they know how because they had an example. They they had somebody that was there, that was present, that was loving on them, that taught, taught them empathy, that taught them compassion, that taught them how it's not just about you. Don't be selfish, but, you know, be selfless, be willing to help others. So if I'm trying to teach those things, how do I really teach those things if I'm never home? You know, like, do I really want to be the parent that is not there for the piano recitals and for the ballet recitals or for the tennis matches or the football games or for the art expos for all the things that your kids may be doing for the school plays for you know the the chorus events do I really want to miss out on all those things do I really want when my child thinks back on their childhood and their memories that mom was never there be but mom was a boss because mom was over here running all of these fortune 500 companies or mom was over here discovering you know all of these cures for dis- different diseases like mom was was this and that like again this is you know this is not about like bashing anybody because that is not what I'm here to do. Uh, <laughs> these episodes are all about building up. But I really do wonder if we sit and really reflect on the things that we put out in the world. Like I said, this whole trend that's out there, I've seen so many people doing the reels, you know, saying choose between this and that. And there's been a couple of them that I've seen of women saying, you know, why should I choose between being a boss and being a good wife or being a boss and being a good mom? Or I've seen a lot of them. And it's like, why do I need to choose between this and that when I can do both? And, you know, especially after having the conversation with my friend, I was like, this is a discussion. Like, is doing both really beneficial? Is is doing both selfish? And this is me honestly asking the question asking have we sat down to really consider if this is something if you know if this is just something like that is just totally prideful that like oh no I need to prove that I can do this like I need to to prove to the world that I'm not I am more than just a mother like is this me you know saying that motherhood is not enough is this me saying that you know being a wife is not enough like no I can go out and get this I got these degrees why else would I have these degrees and true enough let's let's you know let me be transparent um and and honest and and humble with where I am you know um for those of you who have been listening I have shared that I am currently no longer working you know 
Um, so yeah, I am in this new realm right now where I am a stay at home wife and mom. And I, I've, I've, I think I've shared this already in, in some earlier episodes since <laughs> losing my job, but, um, I've shared that this has been a, a, I don't want to say difficult season, but it has been a, a season of learning how to embrace being in this position because this is not a position that I had thought that I would be in. Like it was not an ambition of mine to just be Susie Homemaker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was not an ambition of mine to just be a stay-at-home wife and mom. Like working is something that, you know, I has always been a part of my dynamic that, you know, working and making my, my own money or, or making a contribution to my household. And so I will say that in this season that I'm in, I am learning to love it more because more and more I am seeing my, the assignment on my life, being a wife and being a mom, being present with my kids, being present with my husband, continuing to work on our relationship and our connection with each other. You know, um, the fact that we have have had to spend some time apart because of, you know, the different things that our kids are in. And it's just like, you know, navigating as a team and we're like, I really do see like the purpose is there, but I, I, but I will, I will also admit like, as far as being the stay at home wife and mom, it doesn't mean that you don't have your little things that you do that can contribute to your house. But for me right now, I'm seeing my first ministry, something that I've always known. My first ministry is my family and taking care of them. And what I did not realize while I was working is that sometimes my family became my second ministry because my job took priority to them, especially when I started working from home and working remotely. Because now it was like, oh, Hannah, when you getting off? Like before, you know, when you're working a, a eight to five, nine to six or whatever, and you're going into the office when, you know, uh, work time is over, you clock out, you get in the car and you go home. So like there, I mean, and there's sometimes that you would stay at work later to get things done, of course. And there were times that I stayed a little bit later as well, but it wasn't as frequently, it wasn't as often. And I was definitely not staying at work like two to three hours after the time that I was supposed to be getting off. Like that just did not happen when I was going into the office. But once I started working remotely, it was like, oh, okay, well, I'm working through my lunches. I didn't necessarily work through my lunches when I was going into the office. I probably ate lunch at my desk, but I would take my lunch, but I would still be like answering emails and stuff. When I was working from home, oh, they were getting a full nine plus hours from me because I literally would just work through my lunch. It wasn't until I had to like, you know, stop to go pick Skylin up from school on early release day that I actually literally took a lunch so that I could go pick her up. But because Anthony picked her up from school on his way from work on the other four days a week, I was working through it, working through it. And then I would be staying later and Anthony would be looking at me like we had several disagreements about the time that I was getting off because he was like, yo, dude, like 
you're supposed to be off at six. Why is it eight o'clock and you're still at your computer at your desk? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I, I really just did not understand how it was affecting my family life, you know, but then, and then even with us just recently, you know, going out of town for the summer and I was just thinking in my head like, oh, I have a remote position. So, you know, I can work from anywhere. I could be up there working. Like I'm thinking I had it all planned out in my head how I was going to be able to work and still be able to be present with the family. But then when the event of losing my job and I'm up there, I'm thinking to myself, oh, there's no way in the world that I would have been able to be as present as I was with my family if I was working because we would have been stuck inside of the hotel the whole time because I would be in student appointments or I would be in a meeting or doing something like like I would not have been able to you know enjoy the time away with my family the way that I did this past summer if I was working that's my story that's you know everybody else has their own story everybody else has their own thing that they're that they're dealing with but my point is is that it really comes down to priorities and what is important to the individual if it is important to you to be present with your family which I do think that is a big deal as a parent it's a big deal as a spouse too like I don't want to focus so much on the parent aspect that I forget or neglect to say anything about that spousal relationship because even if you are not a parent and you're just a spouse and you are career driven you don't want to be so career driven that you're not focused on putting your spouse first that you're not focused on spending time with them, that you're not focused on pouring into them and serving them because we're supposed to serve each other. Like I've heard a lot of stuff recently. There was one young lady, she said that she was always going to be single because she's not trying to be nobody's mom. I'm not Anthony's mom, nor am I trying to be Anthony's mom. I will never be Anthony's mom. Bless her heart. Mama Jenkins is one of the sweetest women I have ever met. I love my mother in love. Like, and, you know, God rest her soul. Like, she is dearly missed, and I miss her so much. But I am not her, and I'm not trying to be her, nor will I ever be her, right? But is it my responsibility as his wife to take care of him? Yes, just like how it is his responsibility to take care of me. It's our responsibility to take care of each other, to pour into each other, to nurture each other, to support each other, to be a safe place and a place of peace for each other. Like that is what you do for your life partner, for the person that you are going to be walking this journey of life till the day you draw your last breath you should want to serve that person and not look at it as in you're being their servant or you look at them being their mama like no but you it because you love them and love is an action 
it should be within you to want to do for that person to make them happy to show them love it's and when i say to make them happy that does not mean that it is your responsibility to make somebody happy no but to it brings my heart joy to see anthony happy it brings my heart joy to see him in a place of peace and content it does not do me good to see him stressed out and bugging and to see him just like in in disarray it's just like yo dude what's going on let's let's talk about this how can I help you like how can we help each other so it's not just about you know with the kids being present with them but it's also about being present with the spouse i just feel personally and again i put the disclaimer this is not me saying how anybody should live their life this is not me saying that anyone is right or wrong in what they're doing this is me saying personally after much thought just through my own experience and based off of the word of god i personally feel like if you decide that you want to become a wife that you want to get married and possibly also build a family that because your family should come first and is your first ministry and that your presence with them is important for you to pour into them I do feel that there needs to be some time of reflection done before you make that decision if you are also a career focused person now if you're not career focused and career driven and you're just like oh my job is my job is just a way to make money or whatever then fine so be it this whole episode was probably just interesting to listen to (laughs) it was not for you but I just feel like it's something to think about I don't I don't necessarily think that it's beneficial to do both I think it's beneficial to choose between this or that because at the end of the day, when you're doing too much, something is getting neglected. No matter how much of a multitasker you may be, something gets neglected. And, you know, that's something you don't want it to be your kids. You don't want it to be your relationship. And if you really care about the job, it's not fair to the job either that that gets neglected when you decide, oh, well, y'all can have this. You know, I mean, yeah, you can say that because obviously that's you setting boundaries and you letting your job know like, hey, my my family comes first. So if y'all can't respect these boundaries that I have, deuces. And that's why I'm saying like it really just comes down to the person. It comes down to what type of woman you want to be. You know, whether you want to be career focused and you're and you tell your family like, hey, these are my boundaries. My job comes first. Or if you're going to be like, hey, this is my family. They come first. These are my boundaries with your job. If you're doing both. It's just something to think about. I don't know. Y'all tell me y'all thoughts. Go ahead. Send in your listener letters. You can send it in to Hannah's World zero zero at Gmail dot com. Or you can connect with me through direct message on Instagram at Hannah's World Zero Zero. So, but I hope y'all got something out of the episode. It's always my prayer that you do. So, um, until next time, peace out, world.